Hey, 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 guys, gals, and everything in between. Wildfire Michael here with the SHL edition. The first ever SHL edition, the whole simming show. This is usually my ISFL podcast as up to, I think, like six solo episodes. But now, this is the first ever SHL edition of the podcast. And heck, this is the first ever SHL podcast I've done, which is really cool. We'll be going over the SHL draft, which happened yesterday, April 3rd. Today is Easter Sunday, April 4th, 2021. We'll be going over um, the New England Woodpack, some of the notable names I recognize there, including a bit of my history of one. And we'll be going, you know, going over the draft and going over everything I can go over and be answering questions. So. Yeah, let's start go with that. <sighs> Luckily, podcasts are including double draft media. Let me see if there's like, yeah, there probably is a draft um, thread somewhere. Give me a second. Yeah, there it is. 59 entry draft. I was drafted in the third round of. No, I was actually drafted in the second round, 35th overall by the New England Wolfpack who got this pick from Buffalo, because Buffalo traded over like a billion picks. I forgot why. But they only had one, two, three, four. I only have like four picks I can see on the, unless I'm missing a few. Yeah, I think Buffalo only had four picks this whole draft. And Toronto ended up with the first two overall picks. They took Jay Sink and Dean Bongucci with the first two pits. I think the first um, outlaw off Anaheim you know, outlaw off the board was C. Kai Walker. And congratulations to them. They went to Minnesota third overall. I think the Nets. Actually, the next at-ball to go over was sits overall with Raven going to Toronto. Let's see if there's any more people I recognize. I think me cool. Wait, no, that's that makes sense. Well, yeah, I think me cool went to Atlanta. Everyone saw that coming. Which, yeah. So that wasn't a surprise. Sorry if I sound nervous. This is my first time doing the. SHL version of this. Fedor Sakhavev went 25th overall to San Francisco Pride. Next pick. Let's go over names I recognize. Next pick is LeBron Brady. Going over to Noah. See, I know I say, I usually say Noah because absolutely. That, that's the acronym for New Orleans in general, I believe. I don't know what I'm talking about, but Chicago took Kappa Kappa. And their 35th pick, I'll take by the New England Wolf Pack, as I said. Draft day was um, pretty crazy. There's a lot of people passed. I know it's sad. This is passed. I'm without what that's about. I'm not a GM, so, well, I am a GM for World Junior, World Junior Cup, WJC, but I'm not an SHL 
true GM, so, you know, and I guess they just didn't pick, so that's how the draft went. My draft night, well, my draft night went basically, I just laid down and knew, I had to mute the stream because they talked, they tended to talk a lot, and I got bored of them talking after a while, so I mute the stream and just looked at my phone while waiting a very long time to get picked. Like I said, I picked 35th overall and the draft takes very long time getting getting going. I was going to do a reaction podcast but I, but I decided not to. <sighs> yeah the draft is over two and a half hours. So yeah I can drag but it was a it was a very good night for me. I also had some spiral ham that had pineapples in it, which was very, which were very tasty. In fact, I was picked, and then immediately after I was, I was, I had to go get get some ham to eat. So that was very good. Had ham and rolls and a few chips. How my draft night went. My. So my draft night didn't make it sound exciting, but I didn't do anything crazy for it because I don't usually talk with my folks about sim stuff because I don't think they don't understand. It was mostly just me hanging out, just laying down, relaxing, watching. Well, I wouldn't say relaxing. I was actually very anxious because I didn't know when I would be picked. I honestly thought I was like a first-round talent, but... With my back, with my, some of my baggage and my maybe not as high TPE as some of the other guy, other forwards on the board, I can understand why not everyone wanted to take me. Well, say I'm a white ringer, Anaheim played me as a center doing my high face-offs, which is fine in my opinion, because they had to do it, and I was just going through with um. With Ace's, my, my Anaheim's GM's pro, process. <sighs> Anaheim, well, Anaheim had a decent year last season. We took, we reached the playoffs because everyone reached the playoffs in the, in the juniors, weird franchise hockey maker, whatever's, franchise hockey managers, weird playoffs arrangement. We ended up making the playoffs because everyone makes the playoffs. Never really understood that, but yeah, we ended up making the playoffs. We faced off against Colorado, and we took them to seven games, but ultimately lost. McCool was on there. He kept talking about, like, I'm 99% sorry. Just he was just memeing, but he kept talking about he's gonna win the cup. But he ultimately lost to eventual champions, Quebec City. Yeah, he took Quebec City to seven games, so that's good. I hope he wins the cup sometime soon. He went to Atlanta, as I said. So not much else having that draft night. Ace invited me to the North to the New England Woodpack server. Um, I got to know my new teammates. Oh, I gotta go. I'll I'll finish this some more of this recording later. Sorry about that, but something came up. 
See my dad got a little sick, but anyways, welcome back, and now I guess is a good time to start going over some questions that I've received before, see before, I mean, besides in my, in my question, right, sorry. Okay, these are the question questions I have gotten. Let's start with um, Raven, who I, who's my Anaheim Outlaws um, um, teammate. How does it feel to be drafted by New England Woodpackers? Their first question. Um, it feels pretty good. You know, the Ace created the team many, many seasons ago. Even though he's not the GM there anymore, he has a lot of connection. To, to New England, so felt great to still be working with Ace. I worked with him now in DSFL, ISFL, um, the Jays, and now here in the SHL. So overall, I'm really happy to be working with Ace again. Next question is overall thoughts on the draft pick. I think I could have gone higher, but really, I don't think I am in the position to complain right now basically I thought I had a lot more potential but in the end what are you going to do you have to decide in the moment so plus I have some baggage that follows me so you know could have been better but I think the draft went all right where your career goes I just want to help win a few cups basically I don't know if I want to have a super ultra mega career i just want to go out there play my hardest and win a few cups hopefully for new england and hopefully for anaheim i just want to see some cups by my name so that's my goal right now i'm gonna work hard to achieve that if i happen to win a few awards along the way then all the better why is anaheim the best junior team because it feels like Anaheim yeah, feels like a great group of friends, despite some of the crazy drama regarding undrafted stuff yesterday. That was mostly just a flash in the pan in terms of drama. I could go over what happened last night with some of our players not being drafted, but it's a whole bunch of whole camp worms. One of them even retired, which I don't, don't know if I necessarily agree with just retiring because you weren't drafted. At least not retiring the way they did. Kind of threw me off the wrong way. Originally I agree with them, but then I slept on it, got more rational, and now I see that they were just being a bit angry about the whole thing. Plus, there's some emotion, a lot of emotional baggage with them. So, you know. But other than that, Anaheim is a great close-knit group of friends that I'm glad to be able to keep working with for a while now. So yeah, that's it with Anaheim right now. This next question comes from Zomp. He's also my S. He's my other JGM. He's the co-GM of Anaheim, I believe. What are you most looking forward to as a joint SHL team? Basically, and eventually, bigger competition and bigger lights. Just seeing what Jack can do 
excuse me, see what Jack can do once the biggest lights and the biggest stages are on them. Just working hard. And here's another thing I'm looking forward to eventually. Eventually being able to, to get that sweet uncap. Uncapping Jack Michael and releasing him onto the world. He's not capped at the moment, I don't believe, but just got updated. I think he has like 324 TPE, I believe, when you count in the training camp. This is just a get an estimate, though. Had to look over his update page, which I'm not going to leave, which I'll do after answering these questions, but... I am really, really looking forward to uncapping Jack, seeing what he can do. What's been your favorite part of the week so far? Here's some small, my favorite part of the week. Here are some small favorite parts of the week. I'm going to say the SHL banking system is one of the things they definitely have over the ISFL. ISFL store has that old put your transactions in the thread style. But I really like SHL's more robust banking system. You know, just singular banking system. That, I think that really works well. And it makes it easier on the players, which is always good in my eyes. But yeah, the SHL banking system is really good. I'm really enjoying some of the relationships I've built up with a lot of my teammates. They've been really good. Even though I'm not not the most well-versed in hockey, I still feel like I I am a welcome part in the in the locker room, which I'm really appreciative of. And that's another good thing. I'm just just really excited to finally be drafted and to finally get to work. I know I'm gonna have to stay in the in the Jay, as long as I need to, but but I'm really excited going forward for what's next. His next question is: Are you going to be looking to make the leap into the SHL as soon as possible, or would you rather stay down and enjoy your time in juniors without worrying about it? <sighs> My stance right now is: I just right now I just want to. It's going to take minutes for me to figure out, but I think I just want to stay as long as I need to. Like I don't want to come up, you know, as soon as possible, but I also don't want to stay down forever. I just want to stay down the junior division as long as I need to, to build up Jack Micro. Then when they need me to come on up, I don't want to come up too, too, too quickly, but I also don't want to overstay my welcome in the J. It's that kind of balance I need to find. I think with the help of my um, Wolfpack GMs, I'll be able to find it. <sighs> Sorry. And this is, and the final, um, the final question from Premier, from and Bob, I'm not sure. I'm not, sh sorry, I'm not 100% sure who that is. I might be. He's a, one of the federation heads at the IIHF, but I'm not 100% sure who he is. I'm not 100% sure that I asked. I answer, are you going to fix the 
familiar with Pat Gold's song. I haven't actually even listened to the Gold song. I'll probably listen to it after I'm done with the podcast, but yeah, I haven't even listened to the Gold song, so I don't know how to answer that. See if I got any new questions. Nope. Let me quickly go on my update page. I just got updated after claiming SHL training and training camp. My current TPE now is actually 326. Remember, I just got updated. I spent all 46 of my TPE I had on getting my speed up to 14. Still trying to follow the the build they sent me weeks ago to follow. And I've been closely following that. My biggest regret in my first junior season is that I didn't get a goal the whole season. It doesn't matter that much, but still, still is something notable for me. And I'm still disappointed by that. So I'm hoping that my upcoming years will have some goals attached to them. I think playing as a center certainly didn't help me. But again, I was just following Ace's plan. It doesn't, like, I'll play as a center if I have to. So that's, that's my experience right now. Alright, let me, yeah, podcasts are including double draft. Yeah. Sorry, my dad's trying to call for my brother. But one notable person in um in uh, in the uh, on the Wolfpack that I know is on Discord are known as Bailey and these are nickname right now. Join the Dark Order, but I know the mostly as Bailey. And they were my ISFL GM for a few years before I had to ret- had to step away for a while due to some issues. Also, do the do the same thing for the SHL. <sighs> yeah, I've had some past issues with 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 putting too much pressure on myself to perform and to do good. But I think I've mostly gotten over those jitters recently. Cause end up cause in ISFL and and on and on my first junior season I was on a rebuilding team. I'm not 100% sure if um if the if the Wolfpack are rebuilding or not. Let me take a look at their team once I find it. Once I find it, my team me a while because I'm. St- Sorry, sorry about this. It's I derailed the team. Wait, no, dang it. I'm I can't find it. I'm sorry, but give me a sec. Try my act, actually. Hmm. I'm sorry that I really can't find what I'm looking for. Sorry about 
this, but apparently I cannot find one. Oh, there we are, stats and stuff. Let me see. Their oldest, their oldest, like prospects are season 57. Their oldest current player is season 47. And his CP is 1963. Let's see who has the most CP out of all of them. I think it's their defensive men. Ben um, Rice, who has 2041. He's from season 49. Only like a few players. Well, let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, seven players over the 1,000 mark. Their average CPE is over 1,000, though, so that's good for them. I'm not 100% sure they're rebuilding, but they might, that's the season 47 player might eventually come to regression, so. But again, I'm not an expert on this stuff. Their lowest TPE is their backup goalie at just 21. So their backup goalie. And he's at 54, and he's literally the lowest TPE in the class. So, what are you going to do? That's their roster right now. Their current starting goalie is Franz Elwer with 1,491 TPE. That's that's basically what they're starting. They're forward in defense average TPE is one one eight five point twenty. Average defensive TPE is one two three nine. Average forward TPE is one one four nine point thirty three. So just a mix bag. I'm not GM or an expert on how um SHL teams are built. So, overall, I don't know what their TPE is relative to players, unfortunately. So, that's how, I'm, that's, how, that's how I see it. But personally, I think this is where I'm going to call it off. My solo podcasts are never that long because sometimes I find it hard to come up with subjects I can talk about. Like this short over four over over twenty minute one is a I think this is a good way for a podcast personally. So yeah. Thank you everyone for listening to me talk. And I'll see you all on the ice, I guess. See y'all later and bye bye.